Yeah, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Fix Pro Tips. You know, your number one stop for business, sports, and entertainment, bringing you nothing but real, up-to-date content. Hope you guys are ready. We have another one for you. We got a good one. We got some good things to talk about. We got some more updates. We got all the goods all in one place. So let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fig's Pro Tips. I am your host, Coach Fig. You are now tuned in to EP7, 9 to 5 versus IBO. In this episode, I'll be breaking down the differences between working a nine to five and becoming an independent business owner. Um, yes, I tend to speak a lot about it because I embarked on this journey many years ago and it has uh, it not only impacted my life, but impacted the life of those around me in such a tremendous way that uh, I feel it's my duty, it's my obligation to share this information with as many people as possible. And for those of you that are tuned in, I wanna say thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Um, it's been uh, an incredible journey to this point. Um, listeners from literally all parts of the world, uh, the U.S. obviously being my home, my home turf. Uh, we've got listeners in the U.K. and Ireland, uh, Japan, Croatia, India, Germany. Um, and please forgive me for those that I can't think of um, off the top of my head as I don't actually have the analytics in front of me at this time. But I, I would just want to say thank you to everyone that allows me the ear long enough to share this information with you. I do hope that you guys find a way to apply this and actually, you know, do something to better yourselves because that is my goal. My goal is to help the people better themselves. Um, so with that being said, once again, this is episode seven, and it is titled Nine to Five versus IBO. For those of you that don't know, IBO is an acronym for Independent Business Owner. Um, I, I'm just going to dive right into it. I'm not going to, you know, dance around it uh, too much. I myself personally started as a nine to five individual. Um, it's what we're taught from the beginning. When you go to school, they teach you how to comply and how to do things the way you're told to do things so that when you get into the workforce and you have a supervisor or a manager that tells you, you have to do it this way, you will comply simply because that's what you know. It's what's been installed in you. It's like a, a CD. You get a blank CD and you put it in and, and the CD player will spit it back out. Right, because it can't read anything. Now, once you decide to download any anything into that disc, that disc will only play whatever you download it into that disc. Right, um, it's the same thing. Whatever you're taught from small is what you will continue to apply as you grow, unless you decide to separate yourself from everything that's going on, everything that you've learned. You apply common sense. You see how it works for you or how it doesn't work for you, and you move forward from that point. With that being said, nine to five works well for many people. Okay, um, if you if you are a person that needs uh, 
a, a, a strict uh, schedule to follow, a strict routine, a person that likes consistency, um, a person that's not comfortable with dealing with changes or, or having to multitask. If you're that type of person that's looking forward to four o'clock so you can go home, nine to five, that is certainly your lane. To everyone listening, please understand, and I know I preach uh, get your business, you know, establish yourself. I know, I, and that's why I say it all the time, right? This is not for everybody, and I want people to understand that. This is not for everybody. Not everyone can be a boss, okay? If everyone was a boss, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have so many successful stories, right? Because for you to be a boss... You need that employee that's okay with being a nine to five. So in this world, we all work together. The nine to five employee is actually more important than the IBO because without, in most cases, without that employee, the IBO cannot flourish. This is a reality. Unless you are self-employed while being, uh, not while being, but while building your your, your, your independent business, right? If you're going to work for yourself, then that's fantastic. But a lot of people in their mind think that hey, I started a business, I'm a boss, I don't work no more. That's negative. I'm going to dive into that later on in this episode. Um, I want to focus right now on the nine to five people. What are the pros and cons to working a nine to five scenario, whether it's just a job or it's a career? I'm going to give you the pros. The pros is what? You don't have to worry about anything but showing up and doing exactly what you're being paid to do. Every now and then, they may ask you to do a couple of things differently uh, and so on and so on, but you will be compensated for your time. That's a pro, right? Um, you have a set schedule, so you know when you go in and you know when you come out. That's a pro, right? Because you can plan the rest of your day around that. Um, in most cases, people have weekends off. Fantastic. Everybody wants the weekend off so they can unwind and do what they need to do. Um, so those are some of the pros. What are some of the other pros? Uh, a lot of companies give you health benefits. A lot of companies offer you 401k plans, um, vacation, uh, uh, retirement, right? You have pensions. All of these things are good to have, right? You talking about working X amount of years. I believe the retirement age is up to like 67 now, right? And this is the part that I struggle with. You're telling me I need to work till I'm 67 years old so that I can retire and then have to rely on whatever little pension you decide to send me in the mail, which by the way, does not increase with inflation. So based on when you retire and what the current market is, your retirement pay is not going to be enough to survive, okay? Unless you have, like, you know, other things going for you, like like I mentioned earlier, the, the 401ks and, and things of that nature. But just the pension alone is not going to be enough, especially when we talk about being 60, 60 plus, you know, that comes with medical and health complications, which will require what? Health insurance. And unless you have that coverage... You're in big trouble, okay? I don't know if you guys pay attention to what these medications cost. And if you got to pay out of pocket, um, in some cases, based on how many uh, uh, medical conditions you have, your medication bill might be more than your rent. 
Okay, that's why you have people that end up in, in like nursing homes or living with, with other relatives and things of that nature because they're not situated, they're not in a position to be able to enjoy retirement. So that would be one of the cons to it, right? You have to work your whole life and then when you retire, you think I'm going to start living my life. No, your best years were wasted on at this nine to five location. Okay, they give you just enough to survive, just enough to get by. And then when you go to retire, you don't have enough to survive. That's why you see people that continue to work after they retire. They retire from their career job or wherever they place, whatever place they put the most years in. And then after they retire, they'll pick up like a part time, like security gig or catering, depending on what their health is like and what they got going on. Right. Instead of actually being able to enjoy their retirement. So at the age of 67, like think about it right now. Like in this very moment, what 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 is like your you know your your to-do list? What do you have on your to-do list? What's on your you know your bucket list is what they call it, right? What's on your bucket list right now that you're telling yourself you're going to wait until you retire to be able to check that box? You want to skydive. Are you really going to skydive at 67 years old? No, you're not. Let's be honest. You're not. At 67 years old, you're not skydiving, okay? Let, let's be honest, okay? You want to go swim with sharks? Uh, you're not doing that at 67, okay? Let's let's just be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, you want to you wanna go travel the world? At 67, most countries you won't be able to visit because you would be a target, okay? Um, so th th those to me are very important things. I want to enjoy life now while I can versus when I'm older and I have to rely on people to take me places. Uh, I'm the eldest in the room, but everyone is able to tell me what I can and cannot do. Think about that. Do you want to be 70 years old and want to do so many things and everyone around you tells you, no, you can't do that. You're too old. You're too old. You got to do it now. Enjoy it now, okay? Enjoy it now. So when you have these nine to five jobs and they provide you a week, two, maybe three weeks of vacation throughout the year, use that vacation time wisely, man. You've earned it. You've earned it. So use that vacation time. Start to travel. Start to explore. Do all the things you want to do now because I guarantee you when you're 67 years old and they tell you it's okay to retire, let me tell you something. only thing you're going to want to do is rest. All right, Your body's going to hurt. You're not going to be the same person you are today. That's for sure. Okay? So those are some of the pros and cons as in to, uh, uh, why I tell people go pursue a business or, you know, go invest your money. You just find other ways to have multiple streams of income. Um, I'll give you another con, something that I, I struggled with when I was a nine to five individual working in New York City. Something came up and I need a day off from work. I have to go through so many channels to get this day off. And if it happens last minute, and they can't get coverage. Now, everyone is mad at you because your world is supposed to align perfectly with theirs. 
It doesn't work that way in real life, okay? If my kid is sick, guess what I'm doing? I'm taking my kid to the doctor. If my kid is not doing good, I'm going to be there for my kid. If my kid is doing good and he's being uh, awarded at school for something, guess what? I'm going to be there. When you have a nine to five, they may let you take X amount of days off. But you take too many days off and what happens? You get a warning. You get written up. Eventually, they'll fire you. If you're not a union worker, like I'm from New York City, right? Unions are a big thing. But I live in Florida now. I I don't even know if they have any unions in Florida, right? They're not union friendly, right? So the union, if it's not in place, it can't protect you. That means the employer has the right to let you go at any time. I'm not okay with that. I don't I don't want to ask permission. I'm a grown man. I got to ask permission. Can I have this day off? Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So that's another con from the IBO side. I mean, not the IBO from the 9 to 5 side. If you was an IBO, once again, independent business owner, you don't have to ask anyone permission for nothing. Look at the calendar. You check the date and you say, I will be there. This no, let me call. Let me see if I can get coverage. No. You know when you are and when you are not available based on what your business is. That's it. There's no one to talk to but yourself. That's it. It's pretty simple. Okay. What are the benefits of actually? I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not done with uh, the nine to five. Nine to five. Um, I'm going to give you a pro and a con of being another five, which is what? How much money you can actually earn as a nine to five employee is determined by your employer. When they hire you, they will say this position starts at 25,000 with overtime. Potentially, you can make 32,000 and you'll jump at, oh, yeah, I'll take it. Right. Okay. Guess what? 32000 if you have a family, it's not enough. It's just not enough, okay? Even as a single individual, I'm going to tell you, 32000 is not enough. Look at what the rent is these days, right? Inflation has impacted us in so many different ways, okay? You, you can barely afford to go to the supermarket these days. It's almost cheaper to eat McDonald's every day, which, by the way, is really bad for you, so don't do that. I'm just using it as an example. But it's it's almost cheaper to eat McDonald's and Taco Bell every day than to go to the supermarket. That's how backwards this country is, right? As a matter of fact, not the country, the world, because it's not just this country, all right? It's not just this country. It's every, It's happening all over the world. People are being impacted by inflation all over over the world. Just understand this. The United States of America is known as a superpower. The United States of America is known to be like the golden standard, right? This is like the country everyone wants to come to, where where everyone wants to visit and wants to be a part of for whatever reason, right? If we're struggling, that sends a message, a shockwave across the world and, and, and it's almost like the rest of the world inherits our struggle. Everything goes down. When we go down, everything around us goes down. If you don't believe that, you can fact check that. Anything that I tell you, I tell you guys all the time. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you can go fact check it. 
So, IBO. Um, you would have total control on what your income is. Can't no one put that cap on you. You will determine how much you make. Okay? What someone makes in a in a year that 32 that 25,000 or 32,000 what someone makes in a year I have the ability to make in a month, right? Just think about that. Think about that. So do you think that I can't afford my own benefits at that point, right? My own insurance? Do you think that I can't afford my own groceries at that point? I mean, there's always going to be a risk. Look, when COVID-19 happened, a lot of people got sent home, right? Because they refused to get vaccinated. A lot of companies closed down. It was too dangerous to have people working with such close proximity. Okay. Where was your job security at then? Where was your union at then? Non-existent. Some people uh, were able to maintain their, their positions because uh, they said that they were, well, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they were, oh, wow, I'm lost for the word. Well, they, they, they were said to be important, right? Um, man, I know the word. I just can't think of it right now. Um, Anyway, the, the point that I'm making is based on the level of relevance that they felt your job was, that determined if you would be able to stay at work or if you had to be sent home. Essential. That's the word I was looking for. If they, if, they, if they thought your position was essential, you was allowed to go to work. So essential workers became exempt from COVID. That's a negative. Right, that's that doesn't work that way, but they figured by having most of the people at home, it would minimize the amount of people they would have to have contact with each other. Whatever, if you bought into that, you bought into that. I was able to thrive during COVID, going coast to coast, bringing the supplies, medical supplies. To all the hot zones, when they said don't go to California, I was in California. When they said the state of New York, I was in New York. When they said Miami was the worst, I was in Miami, okay? I was in Miami. You think I was doing all that running for free? Negative. Big bucks being made. Big bucks being made, okay? And I'm not flexing. I'm just letting you guys know, right? The difference between you getting sent home and pray on a stimulus. I was out there getting it. I was out there getting it. I wasn't worried about a stimulus. I was out there getting it. Not just securing my finances. I was out there saving lives, man. I was bringing ventilators. I was bringing, you know, uh, masks and gloves and gowns so that these doctors and nurses could do their job as well. Um, you name it. We did the medical supply. That was our, that was the lane I was in for a, a good solid, like a solid six months, just making sure that, that I got things out there. And then once things kind of eased up, and I realized that COVID can't have been that bad, 
I was in every hot spot they told you not to be in, and I didn't get COVID once. I mean, I got COVID well after COVID wasn't COVID anymore. But that's that's another story. I'm giving you guys facts right now, okay? As a nine to five employee with the union backing you up, you would think you would be secured. When COVID-19 happened, if your job was not essential, you got sent home. If you had your own business, who's sending you home? I'll wait. If you had your own business, who's forcing you to get vaccinated? I'll wait. See, these these are things that people overlook. These are things that people don't process and think about. So while you think your job is secure, it really isn't, right? It really isn't. Something like COVID happened and a lot of people woke up to that. So yeah, the same way you're going to take risk by starting your own business, you take a risk by taking a job. They could decide today that they don't need you. They could decide today that in order for you to remain in that position, you must be, you must go take a course. And if you don't pass the course, you can't no longer have that position. And then what? If you don't have experience in whatever the course is and you fail, they'll say goodbye and they'll replace you. There's a lot of jobs out here that are being replaced. Think about Walmart. Walmart got the hustle down pack. Walmart go, they make you go to the, well, they don't make you, you go on your own. Walmart stocks their shelves. Gives you good prices. Good product too. And you go there and you shop. And now, not only are you paying them for the merchandise, but they make it so convenient for you that you can do self Check out. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? How many boxes you used to see? How many cashiers? Now you see maybe two or three. One person at customer service. And everything else is self-checkout. Self-checkout. You're, you're now doing the job of someone else. Because they, they made it so convenient. And you think, oh, it's fast. No, man. Come on. There used to be 15 cashiers on the floor anytime. Now there's only three. That's 12 people that got sent home. 12 people that got sent home. Think about that. See, these things don't affect you until they affect you. It's the same thing like mental health. A lot of people think about mental health. They take it for granted. Oh, it's not important. If you don't suffer from mental health, if no one around you suffers from mental health, then it's not important. It's a joke to you. Until something happens in life and it does affect you, even if it's not directly through you, right? It could be your best friend, it could be a sibling, a relative, right? A spouse, a child, right? Then you would say, wow, mental health. Same thing with these jobs, man. Same thing with these jobs. So that's why I'm such a big advocate for becoming your own business owner. It's not just for you. Think about your family. Think about your, your your closest relatives and your closest friends. Think about your children, right? I know people 
They have committed 30 plus years of their life to the same company. Approaching retirement, they have children, children that are now adults. And as they about to retire, they are not able to grab their child and put them in that position. Their child will have to start at the bottom. And it's not even guaranteed that they can get their child in. They have to go and ask a favor. Could you imagine committing 20, 30, 40 years of your life to a company that won't even guarantee that your child can just kind of get grandfathered in to this company? That's insane to me. That's insane to me. I personally, I personally prefer to do my own business. Don't care what it is. I tell you guys all the time. Cleaning business, uh, transportation business, entertainment business. There's so many things, so many services out there. T-shirt printing. Uh, I would say business cards, but there's very few people out here still running around with those. Everything's right? so dig uh, uh, digitalized, right? Um Car detailing, car mechanics, uh, carpet cleaning, uh, you name it. There's just so many different things you can get into. Find something you're good at and, and, and apply yourself to it. Apply yourself to it. Build it up. Build it up. Listen, at first, no one's going to believe in you. I'm speaking from experience. No one's going to believe in you, no matter how many facts you bring to the table, no matter how much you try to encourage them, they're not going to believe in you. It doesn't matter if your hard work and building up this business is going to benefit them directly. It doesn't matter. They're not going to believe in you. You have to believe in you. You have to want it bad enough. You have to want it as bad as your next breath. That's when you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work. Don't let no one talk you out of your path. Don't let no one talk you out of this great idea. Man, go and get it, man. You can do it. You can do it. It's in you. Greatness is already in you. Remove the self-doubt and remove all the doubters. You don't need that. You don't need that, okay? If these people around you are not there to uplift you, if they're not there to motivate you, if they're not there to push you forward, you don't need them. You want them. That is the difference. That is the difference. Because you want them, you allow them to manipulate your train of thought. If you really care for them, you cut them off. You cut them off. The reason why you cut them off is so you can stay focused. So you can establish yourself. And they will humble themselves. And they will come to you down the line. And they will say, man, you was right. Man, how can I help you now? And that's what you do it for. To help the people around you. You cannot do that at the 9 to 5. I don't care how many hours you work, how much overtime you do, how high you climb up the ladder. If you're not the owner there, you cannot guarantee anything for anyone. That's a fact. That's a fact.
So like I said, 9 to 5, I started from that. When I decided to leave New York City, people told me I was making the biggest mistake in my life. They said, I'll be back in six months. You should take a leave of absence so you can secure your spot. And I was like, I'm a fucking Viking. Burn the ships. We ain't going back. Fuck a bridge. We ain't crossing over. Ten years later, baby. Self-made. You heard me? They said I'll never make the same kind of money. That's the only thing they was right about. Because if I made that much money now, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I would. Man, they had me feeling like 50, 60K a year was the shit. And now I look at it and I realize that that ain't shit. And again, nothing against the nine to five, nothing against the people out there making that kind of money. Nothing against the people out there trying to make that kind of money. Just understand there's levels to that shit, right? There's levels to that shit. That's like fucking TV dinner. Versus Applebee's. Once you get that Applebee's, you don't want that TV dinner. Right? And then you go from Applebee's to like Kobe's. Once you get that Kobe's, you don't want that Applebee's. See, it's fucking levels to this shit. So think about what level you want to be on, man. You want to you wanna be out there. Collecting the crumbs and taking what they give you, by all means, I'm not against it, man. I'm not here to knock nobody. I just want to open your eyes, man. I want to see my people win. I want to see my people win. That's why when I do these kind of episodes, I'm so passionate. I've met and I've known so many people with so much potential. The problem is the potential is not enough. Potential is not enough. You need that drive, okay? You need that drive. I have another episode coming soon. It's called 3D Vision, okay? Spoiler alert, 3D Vision. What does that mean? 3Ds. Discipline, dedication, determination. Those are the three keys to success. And that's coming soon. So stay tuned. But right now, we're still on 9 to 5 versus IBO. And by the time you're done listening to this episode, I hope it's made clear to you as into what role you are designed to play. Because I'm going to tell you like this, 9 to 5, if you agree to that, then you know you got to be at work at 9, you're going to get off at 5. When you establish an independent business, there is no start time, there is no end time. That's a fact. I gave up 9 to 5 for 24-7. I gave up Monday through Friday for seven days a week. Okay? While you work five days a week, I work 365 a year. That's a fact. But my lifestyle is way different. I get to enjoy my life. I get to enjoy my time. I get to enjoy my family. Do you get to do that? Can you say the same with your job? 
That's all I'm saying. Some people really love what they do. Some people really happy with where they at. And if you happy, then by all means, man, stay happy with doing what you're doing because we need everybody. To, we need people in every position. But I'm doing this for the ones that want to do better. For the ones that are not okay with just being okay. That's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. Pros and cons. Pretty simple there. It's pretty easy to understand the pros and cons from 9 to 5. Pros and cons for the IBO. Like I said, can't no one tell you how much you can or cannot make on an annual basis when you run your own business. It's all based on your drive and how much work you're willing to put in. You have... To ask permission from no one to take a day off. You can decide if you want vacation today, tomorrow, next week, next month. You can decide that. You don't have to wait, see where you land at in the seniority totem pole. Will this person switch a week with you? Because, man, get out of here. Get out of here. You don't got to, hey, boss, by any chance, do we need some summer help? You think I can get my kid in here, show you what he can do? Fuck out of here. You crazy? I'm building a, I'm building a, a empire. I'm building a, 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 a family business, right? So that my children will never have to work for anyone else. They can walk into a situation that is stamped with their last name on it. If they choose a different route, I will support them in that. But they don't have to take shit from nobody. They don't got to kiss ass for a position. They don't got to do none of that. They will never have to compromise their integrity because they're trying to survive. That's what I'm working so hard for. That's why I decided to be an IBO. And let me tell you, no, it ain't easy. But yes, it is worth it. No, it ain't easy, but yes, it is worth it, y'all. Just process this information I'm giving you, man. Nine to five versus IBO, okay? You have a cap on your salary as a nine to fiver. You have unlimited as an IBO. You have to ask for a day off versus taking a day off. All right? You have to work X amount of hours to get whatever benefits. Or you can make so much money that you can pick your benefits. The choice is yours, guys. The choice is yours, guys. And again, I'm not flexing. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I'm not. That is never my intention. I'm simply trying to uplift my people. So I hope, and, and for those of you that are interested in more information, uh, you can email me, all right? Figsprotips at gmail.com. We still haven't finalized the website and email, so that's why I'm still using the Gmail thing, but pretty soon it's going to be 
uh, info at FixProTips. But as of right now, you can email me, FixProTips at gmail.com with any questions. Let me know uh, what it is you want to get into. I, I'm actually setting up a mentorship program for those of you that want to be mentored into improving your lifestyle, improving the future, not just for yourself, but for those around you, for your children and, and all of the above, okay? I am starting a mentorship program. Um, I've already helped personally six people. Out of the six people, I can tell you four of them, four of them are on their way. Two of them already made it. I'm not saying that my system is flawless. I'm just saying that it works. It ain't perfect because nothing is perfect. Okay? Remember, they love to say practice makes perfect. That's a lie. Practice makes you better. Okay? So this is episode seven. Nine to five versus IBO. I am your host, Coach Fig. Thank you for your time. For those of you that continue to inquire how you can support the page, I am doing my best to keep my episodes ad-free. I do not want this information to be interrupted with any nonsense. I do not want them running ads from the alphabet community or anything like that. So I'm doing my part to keep my episodes commercial-free. Should there be a commercial... I will be plugging in myself personally, so it will not be a random thing. That's one. Two, in the description of each episode, if you go to the bottom, there's a link. And that link will direct you to a support page. 99 cents, I think it's 4.99, and then 9.99, something like that. If you want to support this channel, by all means, you can do that. All donations are welcome. I appreciate you guys tuning in. More importantly than making a financial or monetary donation, the way you can really help me grow, share these episodes with family and friends. Share them. Not for the stream. I don't care for the streams. For the ability to continue this message. For the ability to pass this message along. For the ability to wake up that mind that's in cruise control. It's not asleep. It's just in cruise control. A lot of us have been going through life in cruise control. It's time to turn the cruise control off. Put the foot, or like they say, the pedal to the metal. And let's let's, let's reach our full potential. I'm challenging you guys. Let's reach our full potential. Okay? By the time you're hearing this, it will already be 2023. Just think about that. It will already be 2023. That means that this year would have already passed you. Whatever goals you had set for this year, you failed already. Okay? But don't cry about spilled milk. You just cleaned it up. You got a whole new year to work on these things. But don't wait till next year to start. Don't wait till next month or next week. Don't even wait till tomorrow. You start right now. Write down your plan of action and execute. 3D Vision. Episode coming soon. Okay?
3D vision coming soon. Discipline, dedication, determination. In that episode, I will break down so many other things that you will be able to apply to this episode along with the BYOB, which is Be Your Own Boss. Even some parts of um, Who Is Coach Fig and Exposing the Game. If you pay attention, you will see that everything I give you guys ties in one way or another. So again, I am your host, Coach Fig. I thank you for your time. I look forward to having you guys tune in on future episodes. I look forward to speaking with you guys. I look forward to your emails. I look forward to seeing your future success. Even if you don't believe in it, I believe in it. I can see it for you. All right? We all have potential. The difference is what we do, what we choose to do with it. That's what separates one from the other. All right? Like always, peace, love, and blessings. God bless to everybody. Stay prayed up. God first, everything else after. Coach Fig checking out.